Welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection on Wednesday, September 6th, 2023. I'd like to thank each and every one of you again for listening and sharing this Bible study and reflection podcast. This began 182 weeks ago an unintended consequence of COVID. I think it's a God thing. I think he equipped me to share his word. He instilled in me the love of his word through the help of others, through my pastor, Tony Metz at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, through the support of our congregation at St. Paul's, through the support of friends and family that have asked to be part of this distribution list for my weekly Bible study and reflection. It has certainly been very humbling, and thanks be to God for this chance to share his word. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear God, you are our creator and sustainer, and we count on you when life is up as well as when life is down, and also the in-between periods. With the help of your Holy Spirit, help us to live a Christ-centered life. We ask this in his name. Amen. All right, so today I want you to think back over your life and answer this question. Has it been a continuous high, a continuous low, or a continuous dry period? Now, the highs and lows are sort of self-explanatory. The dry period could be defined as sort of blind, mundane, nothing-to-see-here type of periods in your life. Well, a few years ago, I was introduced to something called Faith Five. And we introduced it to our congregation in order to help families take their faith outside the doors of our church and into their everyday lives at home and at work. I have practiced this before, but I must confess that I don't do it on a regular basis now. With that said, I would highly recommend you check this website out and consider this faith formation practice for you and your family. You can learn more about it by going to faith5.org. And that's F-A-I-T-H, the numeral five, dot org. And from their website, here is what their stated goal is. Build reflective, resilient children and solid family relationships with these five easy-to-implement steps in five to 15 minutes each night. Share a high and a low of the day. Read a Bible verse or story. Talk about how God's word might relate to your highs and lows. Pray for one another's highs and lows. And close each night with a special blessing. And to go over those one more time, share your highs and lows. Read a Bible verse or story. So sharing highs and lows, you're getting to know your family better. And what they consider a high and a low. 
And I might add, this is not judgmental. You listen and reflectively listen to their highs and lows. Then you read a Bible verse or a story. Talk about how the Bible reading might relate to your highs and lows. Pray for one another's highs and lows, and then bless one another. I think you'll find this very beneficial. I encourage you to check it out. So if you could sit and talk with Jesus and share your highs and lows with him, and then have him share his highs and lows with you, what do you think that would be like? Well, to help answer that question, let's turn to the book of Matthew today that has many wonderful stories of Jesus, but I'd like to focus on two of them. One would be an unimaginable high, and the other would be an unimaginable low. And I'm going to take these out of order. We're going with the low first. This is found in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. This is when Jesus is tested in the wilderness. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. All right, so what we just read and listened to was definitely the answer to the question of what would be your low today, Jesus. I'm sure this would have been a low for him. I mentioned that there were two stories, one low and one high. You know, the biblical authors were very intentional. And if you look at the first word of this reading we just shared, the author is intending for you to look back. The first word is what? It was then. Then indicates something previous happened that is important to this story. I'm going to read that now, and I don't know if it's out of order, but it's important to realize that Scripture is definitely a unified story. Here is what was before the then. Not just reading about the understanding of Scripture, It's so much more meaningful and understandable when it's put into context. What happened before and what happened after the section of Scripture generally helps us put things in context. Now I'm going to read about the baptism of Jesus. And this is also found in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verses 13 through 17. And it also begins with the word then. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John. But John tried to deter him, saying, 
I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Jesus replied, let it be so now. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Have you ever experienced an extraordinarily fantastic event, and then not long after the memory of that high faded, you experienced a letdown? Some of those highs might be a wedding, a promotion at work, the wonderful weekend you just had with your friends and family, and I'm sure you can add your own here. As Christians on our faith journeys, we experience those times where we feel the closeness of God and want to feel that all the time because it feels so good and it's comfortable. And of course, there's the opposite of the high, and it's the valley that we call our low times. What happens in between can be called the dry periods. You know, the days where nothing, where nothing happens and God seems so far away and unreal. The bad thing about the ordinary days or dry periods is that is when it is, that's when it's the easiest to lose faith in God. It's easy to have faith in God when we're riding high and believe it or not, when we're suffering more often than not, We cry out to God and ask for his help. Our faith may be tested during our own personal times of temptation, but at least we acknowledge that there is a God by crying out to him. If our faith was dependent upon how we feel, it would be full to the brim one moment and empty the next. And guess what? It would be empty precisely when we need it the most. Not over-celebrating our highs and not bemoaning our lows helps us through our dry periods or the in-between, if you will. It really boils down to it's not how we feel about ourselves, but what God thinks of you. And guess what? If he thinks of us as his children, then we ought to trust him as children and obey, even if we don't always see where it's getting us. God loves us. How do we know that? Because the Bible tells us so. Do you know the temptation of Jesus in the wilderness really speaks to our situations? Possibly no other point in his life on earth did Jesus stand so close to our own experience. We may not be able to understand or fully appreciate the struggle that Jesus went through in those 40 days, but we can certainly relate to the hazards of our own spiritual faith life. One takeaway from the story could be we probably not over-celebrate our highs and certainly not dwell too much on the lows and also become bored and complacent and feel distant from God during the gap times between our highs and lows. And we should be comforted to know that God will tend to us all the time, especially in our gap times. Remember verse 11 we just read in the temptation? I'll read it again. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. You know, this should give us comfort and hopefully help us live our lives in an even-keeled manner. You know, an even keel is the ship's balance in the water, neither tilting to one side or the other. 
in more metaphorical terms when we use it to describe a person or situation. Even keeled means being calm, steady, and balanced, or not given to sudden changes in mood or behavior. In faith terms, it means keeping our eyes, ears, and heart focused on Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So in closing, I'd like to share a bit of personal reflection with you. It has never been and hopefully never will be in my intention to sound or be preachy with my Bible studies and reflections, because it's certainly not intended to be that way. Also, I don't want you to think that I'm that guy that experiences nothing but religious highs all the time. I'm human. I'm frail. I'm broken. I'm a sinner, and because of that, I confess that I need Jesus in my life every single day and every moment of every day. I, just like everyone, have to work on not over-celebrating my highs and not bemoaning my lows too much and not getting complacent during the dry periods. I do believe that Jesus abides in me and I abide in him, and he is equipping me, preparing me, renewing me, and renovating me into his likeness. He's got a lot of work to do, and thanks be to God for his willingness to do it. Let us pray. Almighty God, you are steadfast in your love for us in and through the ultimate sacrifice of your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us, O Lord, and send your Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us through life and help us endure the highs, the lows, as well as the dry periods. Help us to be steady in our love for you by setting our sights on our Savior and Redeemer, your Son, Jesus Christ. We lift up this prayer in his name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.